Soundbites is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing on the show is advice. No financial, tax, legal, or any other kind of advice. Nothing we say is an inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Anything you invest in is at your own risk. Do your own research and consult with professionals. What's going on, everybody? It's Pantera Zero X with Terabytes here. We've got a very, very special guest for you today. I've got Detective Grover from the Retrograde Money team. What is retrograde money? What's going on with the Astro Wars? What does it have to do with the Curve Wars? There's just all kinds of crazy stuff going. X Astro, VEX Astro, Retro Astro. We're going to dive into all this stuff and more. Um, and we've got Grover here, who I said is the chief explainer over there. So he's going to explain some stuff to us. And I think first and foremost, if you could just give us a very high level, never heard of voting, never heard of Curve, never heard of any of that stuff. Just walk us through what exactly is retrograde. Okay, great. Well, first of all, really happy to be here. It's uh, it's an honor after being a long time viewer. Um, I remember watching you guys at least a year ago doing the anchor launch. So it's it's really nice to be here. Um, so what is retrograde in the simplest terms possible? Um, I guess the way to look at it is Astroport is a DEX on Terra. It's probably the leading DEX and probably will be forever. We'll see. Um, they are launching a new system of tokens which basically means if you lock up your astro for two years you get extra voting and you get extra yield this is very very difficult for normal people to access so they have they don't want to lock up their tokens for two years they don't want to actually buy the astro in the first place um, to be able to unlock these boosts so what retrograde does is it says well you know we'll just be the middleman here and we'll let anyone come with their lp tokens and get a very good boost um, and in return what's what's in it for the protocol um, so we then accumulate more astro tokens which we lock so we can get more boosts um, so essentially it's just letting people come and access that boosted yield with very very little barrier to entry i, th I think that's the simplest way i can i can put it um, there's lots of little intricacies and lots of different token names but that's that's essentially what you need to know if you're a lp um provider on Terra, you can turn up and you can just bring your LP tokens, provide them, and you can get more yield than if you went in by yourself. Uh, and it's impractical to get the boost without some help. That's kind of the gist. Thank you for breaking down what you guys are kind of just getting into over there. I wanted to first just kind of get the audience in uh, kind of ready for your guys's launch when are you guys expecting to launch what kind of things does an investor kind of need to know what's ahead of what retrograde is doing at the very start great yeah so um i'm really excited to announce we've got the two-phase launch the first one is is very similar to um other other protocols launches where you might have seen the prism forge uh where you have a set number of retro tokens you deposit ust you can take them out uh, for those first five days. And then you have two days where you can, it's the amount you can withdraw just decreases. And that sets the initial price of retro. So if you're interested in coming to and um, participating in that fair price discovery of the retro token, then you can um, take part in that first phase. So that will last one week. Uh, and then we're going to have the second phase. And this is where things get a little bit spicy. So you can turn up with your Astro tokens and when we really want you to uh, to come and deposit them. So we're, we're going to set aside 10% of the total token supply. Um, and we're going to say to you, if you come and deposit those Astro tokens with us, you're going to get a really nice return. Um, so, you, well, you should get a really nice return. So you, you turn up, provide them. Um, 
we then take those and swap them for our derivative token. So you're going to get back the derivative token, which is called Rex Astro. Uh, you're going to get some LP tokens, and you're also going to get retro tokens on top. So that should look really, really attractive for people um, when they turn up to that phase two. Uh, so following all of this, uh, we, we want to make sure that uh, when we unlock all these rewards, it's done when VX Astro is most likely going to exist because we need that for the protocol to make sense. It doesn't make any sense for us to release all these rewards before VX Astro is out. So um, essentially, there's a three-month lock from the end date of the two phases. And when that's finished, you get your tokens. You can participate. You can get some retro tokens. You can take part in that fair price discovery. And you can also provide Astro for uh, all kinds of lovely rewards, a goodie bag. I think that's the best way to put it, a goodie bag of stuff. <laughs> so it's you, you just mentioned there that you have to wait for like VE token, tokenomics or however you want to call it, right? To uh, to be in play for your whole kind of model to work. Um, so I'm curious then, like how much of a role do you guys play in the, uh, the, the proposition of VE tokenomics? Because I know like, I believe you were involved in something on Anchor as well. Um, yeah. and then with Astro as well. So like, how do you, um, how do how are you in a position to kind of like propose that? And then like, this is kind of, I don't want to go too crazy off the rails, but like say that no, no, none of those proposals ever passed. Like, what would you guys do? Would you just be like, all right, well, we tried and that's the end of retro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So I should be super, super clear here. Um, so we, we have been involved in sort of the governance process around, uh, VX Anc. Um, so that that is uh, separate from um, retrograde here. So so what we're going to actually say is retrograde is entirely focused on Astroport and VX Astro, uh, which gotcha. is which is happening. And so uh, we've been given approximate, you know, information not much better than I think anyone else has about when those tokens will be out. Um, and then we just we say, okay, well this is this is our this is our uh, sweet spot. We're going to shoot for three month lock. And we're um, we're anticipating that that's going to be the right timing, basically. Uh, so yeah, whether whether or not um, VE Ank happens is still you know remains to be seen. And, and what we've actually discussed uh, internally is we would probably spin up a, a separate protocol um, just to look after that, just because it may require that we we have to retune um, quite a bit based on it's, it's an it's a very different kind of um, proposition so um we want to just tailor retrograde purely to be focused on astroport everything's built around astroport uh, and and to be honest we want to see um we want to see more developers and more teams come in and build on top of retrograde so like if you look at convex for example there's a whole series of apps built on top um which are sort of either analytics or the bribing platforms which are built on top of it so maybe this is a good segue to talk about bribes and what, what that means and how it's not actually illegal, even though it sounds very illegal. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that, because I think uh, I'll probably step on Joseph's toe and ask his next question, which was, yeah. you know, what, what are the differences between convex and retro? Um, and, you know, how can we compare and contrast those two things? So uh, Curve is and was really, really great because it brought an innovation to Ethereum that didn't exist at the time, which is these stable swap pools. 
and uh, a lot of the viewers here will be very familiar with something called a constant product pool so that's what exists on TerraSwap and that's what existed on Uniswap and SushiSwap where you just have this this really nice sort of curve um, where you have a constant product between the the the, sub, the number of the two different tokens in that pool so with those kinds of pools what you need to know is that you get quite a lot of slippage if it gets unbalanced so what what uh, curve said is well we know the stable coins are meant to be very close in price to each other so what we're going to do is take that curve we're going to flatten out the bit in the middle and we're going to have this range where you can get quite an imbalanced pool but it will still be pretty close to being on peg so you will always have you know one uh, ust uh, is 1.005 uh, usdt you know it's it's very very close even when there's like 10 percent difference in the pool like um so that means um number one you can you can uh, uh you can have a very close peg in those pools uh, they also dropped the fees um, by quite a bit so you've got low slippage you've got low fees in terms of percentage um and that means you get crazy volume and crazy depth in those pools so they take those and then they also add their curve token and so they add the ve tokenomics and now it's like we have the best tech and if you want to participate in our decks you also need to um, lock up your curve for X number of years, for up to four years, and you can now direct the curve emissions. You can now uh, vote on things with more with more power than people who don't. So Astroport are doing uh, taking that tech and they're bringing it to Terra. So they'll have stable swap pools. They already do, and they're also taking over the this lock up the VX Astro uh, up to two years to multiply your governance power and also to give you boosted yield. Um, so the difference here is really who's using it um the way we see astroport at least in the near term is say you're a new project coming to terra and, and you want to um, divert some some astro tokens to your pool rather than providing liquidity um, emissions yourself so like you know you, you want people to deposit liquidity you've got to pay them for it or rent it from them instead of saying okay here's here's a whole bag of our own token to, to pay these people uh it's, it's it becomes advantageous for them to actually bribe people who hold uh, the retro token and the reason for that is because the retro token div uh, actually governs all of that governance power in the treasury so uh what they end what ends up happening um just for a little bit of maths is they end up getting more than one dollar of uh, emissions in astro tokens for every dollar that they spend on bribes to retro holders. So it becomes kind of like they get boosted uh, liquidity direction if you if you like it. Um, so we see uh, that becomes very, very attractive and it's probably what a lot of new projects will wanna do rather than provide their own token to incentivize liquidity pools. Um, so uh, in the long term, you know, if you're bullish on Terra and you're bullish on Astroport, which I think we all are, uh, you know, why can't we compete with Ethereum DeFi? Why can't we be have stable swap pools? Why can't we have, uh, you know, Frax and other decentralized stable coins come over and say, well, we'd like to have uh, deep liquidity on Astroport because we want to just, you know, um, uh, have it on your blockchain. It's low, the fees are lower, uh, the tech's the same. So why don't we do it? Um, so we're also seeing that in the future, Astroport want to replicate the success of Curve and do something very similar. Um, so at that point, we want to be in a position where, which which Convex is in, where um, 
our treasury has sort of the majority, I say our, the protocol, the DAO's treasury owned and managed by the retro token holders um, has the majority of the Astro, VX Astro in it. Uh, so that's kind of how we see things playing out differently, at least. I think a lot of people hear about, uh, hear words like bribes and cartel and think this is exactly what we don't want. Um, but uh, can you, could you, for listeners who are unfamiliar with Curve Wars, Convex, um, you know, that all the, the vote max, tuck max stuff going on and all that, I mean, like, they're like, it's just levels of stuff, right? That you've got to start to understand. Um, and uh, like the, what is it, Vodium Protocol? Uh, which I guess we'll have an equivalent for that too yeah. over here um, in Terra. Like, can you explain to those listeners what is, why this is a different kind of cartel and bribe? Why this is something that is uh, like basically pro everyone that participates, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I think I think one of the keys is like secrecy, right? The secrecy as opposed to transparency. Uh, but there are certainly other keys that maybe you uh, you could talk yeah. about. Um, yeah, so 100%. So everything, when we talk about bribes, it's all transparent on chain. Um, so it's kind of the opposite of, of a bribe in a lot of ways. It's not like an under the, under the table or over the counter um, payment for tokens, which could have happened in the past. You could have mercenary capital turn up, say, I want to swing a vote for, for myself on, say, Anchor, for example. Um, and, and they just turn up by a bunch of Ankh somehow. Um, and then they disappear again. Uh, so rather than that, we've got a situation where everything is transparent. That would never happen, by the way. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, so uh, yeah, there, there's uh, everything's transparent. It's on chain, and it's kind of democratized. So if you are a vote lock retro holder, then you can basically. Um, well, it's on our roadmap, and maybe I should just sort of preface this. There isn't uh, going to be, as part of the MVP, a bribing platform from the get-go. It's on a roadmap, and we can quite easily put it together and launch it. But we're sort of seeing um, we prefer other teams to come and, and, and we can support them, um, provide some time and some some um, um, advice on just how to build the, on top of it, because we want to see this ecosystem being built up. Uh, and we also have seen uh, Butterfly Redacted Cartel have said they want to extend their hidden hand platform over to Terra as well. So, you know, there's a few different players who are looking to to build something like this. Uh, and when I say something like this, what it is, it's it's um, it's a way of aggregating all the different interested parties. So, say you've got a protocol, you've got I don't know, like Nexus. Say, oh, I want to incentivize people to vote. Um, astro emissions over to the nexus pools so i'm going to put some cash and i say vote for my pool and you'll get a share of this 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 uh you know nexus tokens or ust or whatever they want to put um and then you have other people come in and say no no vote for mine um and uh, and they put some cash up as well so then in the end you kind of have um either you can automate that and you can have the best the optimal um bribing just automatically done for you that you don't have to choose or you can manually manually choose oh yeah i'd like to um I'd like to vote for that pool or that pool. So it sort of becomes uh, like this is exactly how Votium works. You have this, this this extra app on top, which aggregates who wants to pay for bribes and who wants is eligible to receive them. And you can either automate it or you can manually choose. So um, yeah, that's that's kind of like a, a quick overview of, of how it works. 
and uh, I expect, you know, as we as we go forwards, it's it's probably going to become more prevalent. Uh, it, it becomes reasonably profitable for like convex holders. Um, they're sort of getting about 60% APY, I think, on their tokens, which is not too bad when you consider that's like controlling a growing treasury as well. So um, it remains to be seen, you know, we'll see who comes over and how much they stump up for different bribes and how much new projects want to pay for it. But it's, uh, it's definitely going to be fascinating. Honestly, it's going to be really interesting to see. Okay, I'm going to bring up a chart here. I wanted to get it a little bit into more of the uh, what's going on as far as for someone who's going to go and interact with retro. Um, and specifically, this chart, I think, has been the most helpful thing that I've been able to come across to kind of really get into the nitty gritty of everything a user is going to be doing at retro. Uh, could you kind of talk through these three different layers that a, a user can kind of interact with your guys's protocol and uh, any kind of guidance as far as to what is a beneficial position to be in for someone who is just long term bullish or is someone who is just kind of short term trying to reap some farm yields and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so um, so these three people, so maybe we'll go through one by one. The the first person is an Astro holder. So um, they're, perhaps they're thinking, well, I'm bullish on Astro port. Um, I've got two options. I can either convert it for retro Astro or I can stake for X Astro and I can earn yield. One thing we've just, we've changed since this slide was we've, we've basically said, um, rather than having to choose between those two things you can now stake your astro or convert your astro with us we'll automatically stake that for x astro and then we'll give you back something called rex astro instead of retro astro but what that ultimately means is you get the yield so that person is saying i'm bullish on astro um i want to um I, i'm but i'm not necessarily too interested in the voting side of things and the governance side of things so I'm going to forego that vote for boosted yield because this person, when they stake that derivative token, the Rex Astro, they get boosted yield, um, a share of the, the farm, basically boosted yield from that farm. So TLDR, convert your Astro, you get boosted yield, but you give up your vote. That's the first person. Okay. Um, the second person is someone who turns up with their LP tokens and they don't need any astro they don't need any retro they don't need any other tokens they just uh, stake their lp tokens via retrograde and they get the benefit of the boost um, without needing to lock up any tokens or hold any astro in the first place so they get 85 percent of the total sort of boosted farm rewards go back to this person they get all the tokens they would have otherwise and that's true of anyone here so Anyone who participates with this doesn't give up any of their rewards they'd get by themselves. So like the native yield paid in Astro, um, the boosted yield paid in Astro, that still goes back to these people. But they also get extra Astro and they also get retro tokens on top to make it, to sweeten the deal. Um, so second person is just someone who wants to earn the best possible yield, basically. Um, mm -hmm. And they don't necessarily care on what their LP token um, pair is but it will be uh, the one that's being voted on by the protocol most likely because that will have the, the lion's share of the gauge um, rewards directed to it. Uh, and the third person is a retro staker. So this is a person who is interested in owning a share of the, the governance power in that treasury. 
um, which is occurring over time. And we might look at the flywheel in a minute if we get into it. Um, so that treasury is getting larger and larger over time. So the governance power uh, held by one retro vote locker is getting um, larger and larger. Uh, and, and that will be worth something because of this bribing system. You know, a lot of people will say, oh, what's what's governance really worth? It's not worth very much to me uh, in this. It's going to be tangible and it's going to be, you know, um, there'll be analytics to say how much exa how exactly uh, valuable governance is. So it become really apparent really quickly. Um, so these people, they, they might also be long term thinkers and they're bullish on terror over many, many years. And they think this is a good way to position themselves um, uh, now so that later down the line, they sort of have a very large share of um, the uh, the governance power that's held in this mm -hmm. treasury. So that's, that's kind of the three um, three key users. Um, we could perhaps just talk about how we use, uh, because the key to all of this is people who deposit their LP tokens, they get boosted yield. Um, but a, a, a share of that is then used to incentivize the retro astro or Rex Astro stakers. And a, and a percentage of that is also used to incentivize the retro stakers. So it becomes kind of this mutually advantageous thing. We don't really want people to necessarily come and just farm tokens and sell them immediately. Of course they can if they want to, but if you sort of participate in this flywheel, so you get paid in Astro, well then vote lock your Astro. And now it's sort of this, 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 um, mutually beneficial thing, synergistic with Astroport rather than just a sort of um, auto compounder, which is just farming and, and selling uh, Astro tokens, which is not really what um, Astroport would like, <laughs> I suppose, um, or Astro holders would like generally. Uh, so hopefully that's a sort of a, a good explanation of a, who's doing what on this page. So you guys essentially become like almost a black hole then for astro tokens right that's yeah that's exactly the, the design is um put together in a way um and it worked very well for or ex exceptionally well for convex um where we we're accumulating tokens via this this flywheel i think there's a slide i don't know if you've got all of the slides there maybe i'll just share my screen and there's a, another one which sort of explains it so this is i guess just breaking down a little bit more how we're moving tokens around because people are interested in, in how this is working under the hood and uh, you know how do how is everyone getting boosted yield this can't possibly be true um but it but it is um so uh you you turn up and say you're an astroport lp -er. um you deposit your lps via retrogrades and we have this position manager so the the boost being applied um by the vx astro in the treasury we then use that to boost everybody's yield who's who's um, farming over here and they get 85 percent of the boosted astroport yield plus some retro tokens so then where does the other 15 percent go so 10 percent goes to the uh, rex astro stakers um, so 10 percent of that boosted astro farm paid out in astro tokens uh, plus all of the the fees so the vx astro fees paid in astro plus retro tokens so they go to these guys and then five percent gets converted into rex astro so this is really crucial because the the astro tokens get converted so that five percent is then getting um put into the treasury and then we pay out the derivative token on that five percent so you can see how the flywheel starts to work you know more farmers um more boosts and then 
we capture 5% of that in the treasury and pay out the Rex Astro to the retro stakers. So that's kind of um, just a bit more specifically how things work. Uh, but we've gone really deep into it. I don't know if we want to zoom back out again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's um, that's that's the the um, the maths behind it, I guess. Yeah. So speaking of zooming out, I, and one of the big things that I've been seeing a lot in the conversation about this whole like convex wars and the individual kind of getting involved in in into retrograde, there's a concern for, I guess, the conversation of decentralization. Is there kind of a, uh, I guess, a discussion to be had for in terms of if retrograde were to get the majority of liquidity, they retrograde would be kind of the ones carrying the weight on Astroport governments uh, so that the, the little guys who are kind of just natively staking on Astroport would kind of lose their share of being able to make changes from an Astroport governance perspective. Um, are you guys concerned with kind of the, the little decentralization to the perspective there, or is there any kind of considerations for decentralizing retrograde itself? Uh, so yeah. that users can kind of be ensured that it's aligned with their incentives as well for the entire ecosystem to grow. Yeah. So I, I think in, inherently in the VX Astro model, you have, uh, over time, it becomes almost impossible for uh, a small player to, to get boosts by themselves. And it also becomes less and less likely that they're going to have influence in terms of governance. So the way I'm looking at this is um, something like retrograde actually sort of allows those people to participate and get yield and perhaps accrue those governance tokens. So they, they do have a say um, because without retrograde, you kind of have this um, impenetrable um, fortress, I guess. You have to keep buying Astro tokens all the time and you have to keep locking them as well. So it, it becomes more, it's kind of the best, the best user experience, I guess, um, that you can get with this VX token model. Um, it's really important to say uh, everything in that treasury is voted on and, and governed by retro token holders as well. So, you know, if they decide that we're going to do X, Y, or Z, um, just in a decentralized um, way, so they, we can do that. It's sort of, there's no, um, um, head honcho who kind of pulls the strings, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there, there's elements of decentralization there. Um, you, you know, it's, it's kind of, this is a result of, th this is a solution to the VX token um, problem, I suppose. So um, whether or not, like it, it's VX tokens are great because it means that mercenary people can't come in. You have to actually signal your, your long-term interest in Astroport. Um, you actually have to sort of engage, but, but on the other hand, then it, it does create this scenario where it becomes very difficult for new entrants to come in, um, later on. So, so I guess this is, this is the, the best solution that we have to let everyone come and participate and get boosts without, um, yeah, with, with in as decentralized way as we can. Yeah. I don't think that's a very big complaint. The idea that it, it makes people, it makes it difficult for people to come in later on, mm -hmm. um, like because it's true that it's a major problem but it's a problem in like all systems right like yeah. and we're just trying to we're trying to mitigate we're trying to lessen that every time um and every time you come up with a new excellent way to lessen it people will try to you know become it will try to have their power and money entrenched in the system right it's just the way things work so um but that caveat aside do you think it's fair to say that retrograde will help uh incentivize people that care about the protocols and votes 
uh, to have more voting power and help people who just care about the yields to have more yields in a way that doesn't hurt the protocol. Yeah, I, I think this is this is probably the most synergistic way of, of doing things where we're not sort of encouraging people to um, auto compound and sell Astro, for example. We, we'd prefer them to come and sort of engage in that that loop. Um, and, and absolutely, you know, you can choose what's important to you and you can focus on that. So in many ways, like people can compare it to Prism in a way like we are splitting yield and governance in a lot of ways. Um, it's just a little bit different or backwards, really, compared to the AMPS model. Um, so um, I forgot your question. <laughs> oh, your question? It wasn't a question. It was <laughs> just a how to more more commentary yeah. on how retrograde helps uh, the protocols out, both from yeah. like yeah. long term voter incentives and from not having people incentivized to get yield come in and like not participate or just vote like, uh, you know, as it currently stands, people may come in for a high yield opportunity, but they don't care about governance or the long term health of the mm. protocol. So they acquire a lot of money and then they don't vote or they vote like, you know, a, a huge amount of people uh, just vote the way the polls are already going, you know, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, and so we're allowing people to come in and take advantage of yield opportunities. Uh, but if they use retro, they're not only getting better yield, they're handing over that voting power they don't care about mm -hmm. uh, to other entities that do like spend all their time voting and thinking about voting. Right. That's um, true. Is that? True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I um, think um, it, it's kind of like, uh, if, if yeah if you don't care about governance you but it, it, it maybe people will start to care a bit more when they start to see like there's now a price tag on your vote in so so it may be that oh actually you know what this this is worth something i might hold on to this and it's and maybe i'm going to get engaged and i'm going to find out more about what we're voting on not necessarily but you know people might be more likely now that there's actually a a dollar a dollar figure next to their vote to uh, to hold on to it um as opposed to i mean if you go back a year to to mirror v1 you couldn't even get quorum on most things even though it was like overwhelmingly positive like let's add let's add a, a new stock let's add coinbase you know uh, i don't i think i think there were two actually i think there was two and then one, one didn't get passed everyone panicked but yeah you couldn't even reach quorum, quorum and they had to start paying people to vote some just like there was so then people game that and they just they just wait till the vote and then they buy mirror they they vote and then they sell it again so it's like yeah there's there's always people trying to trying to game these things um yeah, early on we had a uh, there was an ARC Genomics Innovation yes, Fund, yes. one of the ARC funds, and we had like a whole show on it. And I was I was you know it was pretty well viewed, um, and I was like bullish on this fund. And come on guys, let's sign it up. And it it's, it still didn't it still didn't. Pass, yeah, yeah, I, I was I was losing yeah. my mind. I was like, this is such an obvious tech stock to add. Like this is such a strong like that. And it was like well ETF rather, and it was just like well why. Why, we, why isn't this passing? It's just completely nuts. Um, so yeah, uh, and there's in some ways it's kind of like you can like if, if you come in with these these new voting um, platforms and you automate your votes, so people can hand the reins over to the the highest payer, which is one criticism of that of that platform. Um, but it's 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 still sort of monetizing governance in a way that that makes people possibly think twice about just handing it over or the value of it. Um, I mean, I just refer, 
if you look at P Luna, Y Luna, for example, that gives you a great indication of how much people value um, the governance of, of Luna. Yeah. Uh, and it's at a steep discount. It's very, very cheap compared to the, uh, the yield component. So maybe uh, if, if it start, you start getting paid to actually uh, care about, well, in another way, you start getting paid to care about governance, um, it might change things a bit. I'm interested to see this uh, pie chart that you keep teasing us with. Okay. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's. Uh, I'll. Uh, I'll get the. I've got a medium drafted here, basically for the whole launch, and uh, slides in at the end. So essentially, this will look very familiar to a lot of viewers. A four-day where you can make unlimited UST deposits and withdrawals. There's a fixed amount of retro, one percent of the supply in this uh, contract. And then day five and six, you can do part, partial withdrawals. Um, so that's going to do the fair price discovery at Retro. And if you're interested in, in taking part in that, you you, uh, you can and um, should, maybe. No financial advice. Uh, so then the second part is the part that's a little bit more um, sort of bespoke, I guess. So we're encouraging people to deposit their Astro or ex-Astro. And it will look very similar. Well, you'll have the first five days. You can do deposits and withdrawals. And then days in six and seven, partial withdrawals, which decays from 50% down to 0%. So again, quite familiar to a lot of guys here watching. But we we want to make sure that this is like attractive to people. So when you put in these Astro tokens, you're going to get back our derivative token, which is Rex Astro, equivalent to 90% of the number of X Astro depo tokens deposited. We're then bootstrapping this pool, the Rex Astro, Astro LP pool. So you're going to get LP tokens for the remaining 10%. And then on top of this, we're putting up 10% of the total retro token supply to um, basically um, incentivize people to, uh, to to carry on with this. And the numbers might look very, very nice uh, on the site on the first day of this. And it may still look very, very nice on the last day too. Um, so it's um, we're just we're looking to bootstrap that pool and essentially bootstrap the treasury of the protocol so that we have a healthy amount of astro tokens locked in that treasury on day one and here it is the pie chart so um <laughs> so we have um a healthy amount of emissions uh, and that's sort of the ongoing um uh, inflation as, as the protocol is, is being used it's really important to note that this will be tapered it's not just like a, a dumb number that we throw out there it's it's looking at the amount of astro that we're farming and it's calculating to make sure we don't emit more retro than than we want to to make sure that those votes are still worth more than one dollar if that makes sense there's some maths behind there but i just want to make the point that there's there's some real thought and that's one of the the real innovations that convex made in their model they, they they're calculating and tapering their emissions as they farm uh, to make sure that, that they're not diluting the, the power of their votes. And then, yeah, you've, you've got sort of the usual sort of um, uh, the airdrop phase one, uh, the phase two, 10% allocation, which is uh, quite chunky. And then the usual sort of team contributors, investors. So that's, that's how the, um, the breakdown looks. Um, and then obviously all this good stuff about, we want to make sure everyone gets the same price. There's no advantage to being first. Uh, you bots can't front run, um, and you'll have plenty of time to make your decisions. Network congestion, you don't have such a problem, and uh, you can't really see too much price manipulation from, from large depositors. So uh, we, we think it's a really good way of getting tokens into people's hands. Uh, and we also think it's, it's probably the, um, 
it's it's definitely at the uh, the end of a long line of innovating on launches on Terra. Like we were saying earlier, the Anchor launch uh, this just just over a year ago was throw it on Terra swap. Let's see what happens. Um, so if you think about sort of like that step change, it's, it's pretty incredible. And I'm sure we're going to see even more innovation in a year's time. We'll look back at this and say, oh, no, there's very clear things we could do. But um, I mean, that's why Terra is exciting. We're sort of we're, we're taking all these ideas from Ethereum and we're innovating on them and uh, we're making them better and cheaper and uh, outward looking into the world. So, yeah, um, I'll stop evangelizing too much about Terra. So I don't know if this is going to be an uneducated question or a uh, or a, a, a controversial one. So I know that Apollo is also throwing their hat into the rings for getting their own kind of convex curve model going, uh, specifically in trying to position their war chest in a way that they will be executing and getting a lot of astro, basically. Um, do you guys see yourselves kind of synergistically benefiting from this, or are you guys two different parties kind of competing here? I would love to see what kind of insight you guys have on your yeah. relationship with Apollo and their overall direction. Um, we, we've got a good relationship with with the team. And, and um, I mean, they're another OG team on, on Terra. They've been here a long time. Um, I think their product is is slightly different uh, in a few ways. So they sort of split. When you deposit Astro with them, they split it 50-50 into X Astro and VX Astro. And the reason mm -hmm. they do that is sort of, they want to provide a slightly different kind of product. It's sort of a, maybe I'd call it a risk managed approach where um, um, they take it very slow and very steady to um, sort of guarantee that all that peg is is, is um, always maintained between the two tokens. Um, but I would, I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting idea. It's definitely novel. Whether it works in practice, we'll see. Um, but I, I see, I see us as sort of doing two two different things um, in a lot of ways, and, and I don't think that we necessarily have to compete um, with each other in the space. I think they can still um, accumulate Astro in a slow and steady way, and boost the pools that matter to them, without having to sort of compete in the who's the fastest horse. It's not, you know, the the winner is the one who get, who then directs everything necessarily. Uh, they can still have an influence on the votes, and they can still direct Astro rewards to the pools that matter to them. So um, I think in the long run, you know, they'll they'll be they'll own a, a share of Astro. Um, whether we have to, you know, I don't, I don't think it's like it's painted as a war with mm -hmm. Apollo. I, I don't think it's necessarily a war um, with Reactor, who are building. Uh, the same kind of model as us, I think um, it will be about implementation and who has who's got the right team and the right architecture. Because as we all know, you know, I can draw a, a, a flowchart in uh, Microsoft Paint very quickly, um, but actually coding that in Rust is something else. Uh, so we'll see we'll see who sort of implements that the best and and who provides the best user experience and. Um, that's, I think that's most I should say about it, actually. Yeah. No, feel free. I just felt like, I felt like asking a controversial question. Yeah. I, yeah. I enjoy hearing yeah. about the the perspectives of the war with different teams and stuff. Obviously, yeah. we're all going to make it and we're all here for longer term ecosystem goals, which I think both Apollo and Retro are aligned with that. But it's always just interesting to kind of hear your guys' take on the competing models, you know? Yeah, so. definitely. Um, we're, I'm just getting permission to release like the... Uh, the cap table and our investors and uh, I, I was like when I joined this team because I'll, I'll give some context on, on this actually so I um, mean you know, I joined this team three weeks ago 
and uh, I'd only seen that they'd been in uh, like various anchor AMAs and things like that. So I wasn't sure like, okay, well, you know, they, they're involved because they're in these, these various uh, chat rooms, but, but who are these people? And, and when I joined, it was like, oh, okay, well, there's, you know, they've got quite a, <laughs> got a lot of history in sort of tra uh, traditional finance and um, big tech, you know, guys from Robin Hood and, and um, you know, I won't drop too many gongs, but, uh, and then I see the supporters and I think, okay, well, this is, this is, uh, this is the real deal. So more um, gongs. More yeah, gums. more. No, I, I won't. Look, I won't drop too many gongs. I mean, Olympus, um, Coinbase. You know, wow. just various. You know, like so. You know, there, there, that's there, that's, there, that's there, a like, solid amount of gongs. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So there's like a big team. Um, what I'm trying to say is, there's a big roster, and and the B teams and the A teams are, are also you know equally strong. So um, there's there's a whole you know the roadmap here, um, and building more protocols is is on that. So. Um, yeah, retrograde. We're focused in purely on uh, Astro, making sure we build a, a really solid convex model, one that learns all the lessons from Ethereum. You know, we're talking to all these guys, Frax and Redacted, and people who are really engaged in the curve wars, and just making sure we learn those lessons and uh, transfer them over to Terra. Um, so we're sort of in the best possible position. Because I mean, I'll be quite honest. You know, Convex had a whitelist. You know, this is this is why they managed to get a head start. So Convex had a whitelist with Curve to make sure they could actually accrue, uh, get, get a massive head start and no one else could take catch up with them. Um, but that's not to say, well, they they, they leapfrogged um, Yearn. So it's like, this is a very, very strong uh, model and it's one we're going to learn the lessons from. And I think it's the one that we're going to implement the best um, on Terra. Yeah, it's been a very interesting watching the iteration. This is going to be another non-question. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's been just great watching the iteration. There's iteration across from Ethereum, obviously, retrograde. We're talking about it as the um, convex of Terra, right? Um, but like you've got Astroport with its parallels and what they built on and uh, the interactions that the DeFi or excuse me, Delphi guys had with uh, Compound and, and Balancer and so on. Um, and you've got, uh, you know, everyone's saying Hidden Hand is the new, you, you know, a new Vodium. Like there's this iteration, but then there's also this iteration with launches that's really uh, communal. Um, people will understand a lot about the retrograde launch if they've participated in the Astro and Mars launches, for example. Uh, and there'll just be a little bit new thing to learn. Like when you get a new version of a game and it's got, okay, here's what's new. Uh, you know, the, like you don't have to start from square one all over again. And uh, so you called it the... Uh, the, like the destination, the endpoint, but I'm sure that even beyond retrograde, right? Like the retrograde launch is further refining the launches from before. Uh, hopefully everyone has an even better experience than they did with the previous token launches uh, and other protocols will learn going forward. And there's this, this open source sharing, uh, I think really uh, the epitome of this like open source sharing attitude was, was the release of that code by Astroport, right? I'm not sure if Mars mm. did or not, but Astro released these audited open sourced LBP contracts with a front end as well, uh, so that you could go and do a liquidity bootstrapping pool if you wanted, right? Right, right from the get-go, uh, yeah. using that, that open source contract. And so, um, Will retrograde also, by the way, be sharing uh, code for some of its things? What to what degree Question. will it be open source? Uh, um, and to what degree will you be sharing for other protocols to iterate on in the future? Yeah, uh, great question. Um, so, I mean, it, just on that point of collaboration, you know, Prism said, you know, you, you, do you want to look at the code for the, the Prism Forge? Um, by this point, they'd already kind of built their own uh, version from scratch. So I think we're, cr we're cracking on with the contracts they've built. 
it's a great question i'll bring back to the devs you know what what will we share mm. um, um i <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't offer anything up here on this call but i'll have to go back and ask the devs see what they uh what, what they want to share with the with the rest of the ecosystem because you're right you know it's just this constant that this is how we're going to leapfrog ethereum is by working together and the different teams it's just one big group chat we've seen this um all the different teams sort of sharing ideas commenting i'm having chats with nexus and prism and all, you know uh, astroport and all these guys and they're all just kind of chipping in uh, with with ideas so um it's really nice to see that that collaborative side of terra come out and i think that's i mean it's one of our strongest points to be quite honest i think well you guys already know that it's it's uh, the community is, is insanely strong on terra um so yeah looking forward to see how things go in the future like you say future iterations um it's exciting yeah, we still haven't reached like critical mass to a point where everybody's competing or doesn't know anyone or whatever. It's nice to have good collaboration. Someday, yeah, yeah. Someday, I mean, though. that's the goal. That's the goal, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, we did. I well, I did an AMA with Astro Port. Um, like I, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago, and um, you know, they're they're really focused on like governance proposals now and proposal of new pools and stuff. And I'm just curious what. Uh, you know what how do you think retrograde uh plays into that from your perspective yeah um so i think um as part of this roadmap we want to we want to have a good place for people to come and discuss these proposals rather than sort of i think i think it works like using agora works um but it can get quite siloed and people don't really know because all these protocols interact with each other you know it's it's um you know making a change to anchor can have dramatic effects to uh, what happens on astroport and vice versa um so having some a single place for everyone to discuss these these changes uh, I, I think is a good thing um so that's definitely something we want to we want to encourage we want to encourage more discussion and more thoughtful discussion around these things um and astroport governance is obviously yeah we're, we're going to be stuck in um <laughs> we're going to be in there uh, making proposals um and, and, and listening to the community and just sort of um, making sure that we're using our governance responsibly. And, and again, I say us, it's, you know, no, there's no head on show. I've said it earlier. <laughs> so, you know, the token holders are the ones who will have the, the power to sort of um, vote on these, uh, these things. But it, yeah, it's definitely something. I mean, it's, it's what I said when I joined the team, let's, let's try and aggregate all the governance discussions as much as we can, rather than sort of various little chats here and there and everywhere. Um, yeah seems like a good shout all right well um joseph do you have any other questions pete any other questions you guys want to toss to grover i've got one more and it's gonna be a little bit of future oriented question um what you kind of hinted towards the fact that your guys' team is going to be prioritizing doing some like different kinds of products perhaps in inside of the ecosystem could you give us can you give us a little bit of insight what kind of other things you guys got cooking up what what are you already seeing uh, that the team could potentially work on uh, beyond just dedicating the resources to Astro and building out this convex model here. Yeah, so I mean, the, the one, uh, and it's kind of, we're waiting to see what happens with Anchor with the um, VE tokenomics there. We would, um, we'd build a separate, a separate, uh, and I've come up with a name, by the way, for this protocol. Uh, well, we have collectively uh helm we think that's a good name helm, you know, helm. like the helm of a ship you mm. know i think that's a good one uh nobody steal that so um <laughs> that's uh <laughs> that's um that's what we're looking at there and, and the model the model there is very different um 
because we're sort of we're, we're voting on uh, incentivizing different types of collateral rather than um, which liquidity pool you're going to be um, earning rewards from. So, so it's, it's very different. So that's that's on the roadmap if if it happens. Um, the really nice thing is that our smart contracts are set up in a way where we can very you know from the get go they were set up to incorporate different V tokens. Um, so it's not. Uh, it's not that we have a one system that's built to just look at Astroport. It's quite flexible in that sense, so we can, you know, quite quickly come and um, pivot to um, uh, to anchor, um, making sure obviously that we pick up all the required like intricacies around that model. It takes quite a bit of thinking. Um, so that then then obviously building on top of uh, retrograde analytics, uh, bribing protocols. I should call them sort of like vote aggregating pro protocols or something. Um, <laughs> I really need to stop saying bribe. It's not, it never goes down well. Uh, uh, it's, it's the industry, it's the term now. And look, yeah. bribe and cartel is a little bit sexier than like incentive and DAO. Yeah, you know? that's true. That's true. You, it's, we're kind of now like, we need you know, to call DeFi corruption. <laughs> we'll yeah. Be good. yeah yeah well you can see the, the conversation of congress you know and we're here to discuss the new corruption and uh, bribing uh, protocol it's just like uh, this doesn't wash well <laughs> so, um yeah so uh lot, lots of lovely things um and we you know i just speaking for myself here if anyone wants to join and help uh, grow these protocols you know whether it's engaging on on, on Twitter or uh, making graphics and videos and, and strategizing how we're going to grow these things, then uh, drop me a DM because uh, I'm growing the team and, and always looking for good people. Uh, and similarly, if people want to come and build on top of Retrograde, uh, just again, just 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 ping us and we're just kind of on Telegram or Discord most of the time, uh, and and we can pick pick up your questions. Uh, and if you want to build, then we can we can help you. Um, so. Yeah, that's that's the future. That's the future as we see it. Okay. Awesome. We'll put that in the show notes. And uh, if there's nothing else, Detective Grover, head of explanations, chief Ex explanation officer over at Retrograde. And the website is retrograde.money. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. All right. Well, excellent. Uh, Joseph, you, you've been practicing taking us out today. Let's see it again. Let's hear it again. <laughs> practicing. Okay. Well, uh, I wanted to thank everyone for stopping by the Terabytes pod. This, this has been a great interview with the Retrograde Money team. So definitely go check them out. Do all the typical things like subscribe, comment, flame us if we got anything wrong. If, if we didn't get anything wrong, then please worship, worship us in the comments. Uh, we'll, we'll be hearing you guys in the next interview. I don't know who that's going to be, but see you guys in the next one. Thank you.